Hello and welcome to another episode of Dinks and Kinks. Before we get started tonight with the introductions, I want to give this trigger warning. Tonight we're going to be talking about some very heavy stuff and there will be uh, things that can possibly trigger you if you're sensitive to uh, non-consent play. Um, so if this is not your thing, please tune out now. We will not be offended. That being said, I'm your host, John Dundara, and with me, as always, Mr. Shep. Good evening, everybody. Yes, so, we want you as our friends, not as our feared, nervous people that run away from our podcasts. Absolutely. And like I said, last week we had uh, Rebecca's first episode yes. where we had the conversation, part one of consensual non-consent, the conversation where we talked about having the conversation the consent and safe words. So this week, part two, the kink, consensual non-consent. Shep, what do you know of this fetish? Well, it is a fetish that really gives the, uh, the dom or in some cases, not even a dom, maybe just the, the aggressor, we can call him. Because sometimes this is just relationship kinks, too. You don't have to always have a self-indom. You're absolutely right. Uh, like, total total control at all times. And so, instead of just saying, you know, when I have fun, when I have fun, no, it's I do what I want when I want to you. Absolutely. This is This is... Absolutely not just necessarily a dom and sub. This actually typically happens outside of those boundaries where it's a, it's, and this is, this one's all about power or lack thereof. Uh, when you really break down what consensual non-consent is, it's rape play a hundred percent. And we didn't want to shy away from that word because that's what it is. We do not condone rape by any means. And as you listened last week, it's all about consent for the consensual non-consent. So this is where, you know, usually, usually typically it's a role play thing. I would absolutely classify this as a role play kink, wouldn't you, Shep? Yes. And it's unfortunate that, you know, it has to be uh, compared to or, you know, given to the atrocitous things that does do happen out there in the world but um you know that is just their the actions because it's a scenario that even though yes there's consent ahead of time it's an act where the person the aggressor was going to do whenever like a, almost like a kidnapping or something even like that because it's that level of thrill app Absolutely. This is this is one of those adrenaline junkie uh, kinks where it's it's all about e- e- with whichever side you're on. It's a hundred percent about the adrenaline you have in that moment. Either you know you want to have control, you know, complete power, and you want to aggressively take it, or if you're on the other side and you want to have, uh, I guess, controlled, uncontrolled, powerless, you know. Yeah, in a safe, you know, safe manner, and so this this is one of those kinks where I've seen people on either side of it. Yeah, and much like many of the others, you know, in essence, it kind of goes in the 
the family of the bondage and the rope play and everything else because it means subduing or, you know, taking away control. But this is just that next deeper and, you know, some some uh, people live it of the darker sense. Absolutely, yeah. Of more of an aggressive. I would definitely say kidnapping, you know, things like kidnapping, bondage, all of that. Yeah, it really does work really well with this particular kink. And I, you know, so as it's not my personal fetish, I have looked into a lot of it. And I've known a lot of people with this fetish. Actually, I've known more people who are into the wanting to be the victim than I have actually wanting people to be the aggressor. So, but I imagine that's not something you talk about in, you know, even our circles. I I would imagine that conversation is very hard to have with someone you don't trust. Oh, most definitely. There, there has to be a lot of trust there because, you know, you're, you're giving the people total control and you can just be in the, the worst of moods or just not in the mood to do anything, yet you gave them consent to, to do then and there and However, so Ab- yeah, there's a lot, a lot of thought that needs to go into that one. Absolutely. And like I said, and not even so much admitting to that, that's my kink of I want to have that happen to me. I can only imagine having to tell somebody, I want to do that to you. That would be a, a challenge for yeah, me personally. I think- like, I want to take all your power away, but I want to do it consensually and we're going to have safe words. I guess it would be a lot easier if you we're familiar with the kink world with safe words and I had a firm understanding of what consent is, but I imagine, you know, having this kink is is more or less, you know, you have to find someone you trust before you open that up because I could see you sounding like a complete psychopath. If this is a first date conversation. Yeah, most definitely. And, um, especially in this day and age where, you know, just a lot of that's, uh, the truly bad uh, wrapped up word seems to come out a little more common in these times. More Absolutely. common than I'd ever like to know or hear about. But um, but I'm glad I'm glad people are coming out and coming forward with you know yes and not afraid to stand up. You know we we on this podcast believe consent is king. So if something like this happens and it's not consentful, please report it to the proper authorities or anybody that you feel safe telling to. That being yes. said, let's can't get stress that enough. Yeah, we really but, can't. Uh, this is this is a very hard subject. Even though it's a perfectly legit, legit kink, there's nothing wrong with it, especially between two consent. There's nothing wrong between two consenting adults. I'm yeah, a I firm mean, believer of that. And honestly, the way I really think about it, I don't know if I don't know if uh, a a dom or the you know the one that's in that would be the aggressor role and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can't see a really good or a best time to really bring up a subject like that because me, I I will never go lo- looking for that scenario. It's just not in my nature and stuff like that. But, I mean, I, however, I have had people in, within my life at the times, at different times, maybe bring up that topic. So I think that is the best scenario where the person that wants to you know, be on the receiving side of it, they bring it up. Absolutely. And that's, I think that that's the best scenario. But yeah, best scenario right you could ever hope for. And so now we're going to kind of get into like the science behind, like what, what this fetish really is about, where it stems from, what it possibly could mean, 
And then science. It's the science. Uh, I am not a scientist. Let me go ahead and give the not a scientist or psychiatrist warning. This is my personal opinion through research. So I don't get any at me's. But this actually does very fall out of the dom sub category because with a dom and a sub, you have willing submission. And this is absolutely the opposite of that. You don't want the willing submit. You, you don't want, you want to be dominant, but not in that type of relationship. You want to have the power. And I think a lot of this stems from being powerless and wanting, you know, like I was picked on in that very big time. I felt very powerless. I was in a bad situation. And even though I have, you know, found a good place mentally, I still have those built urges of wanting power and wanting to be able to take it for my own. And that's yeah. kind of how I, I see the person with who wants to be the uh, aggressor in that situation. It's somebody who, you know, generally wants to take power by force. Maybe, you know, maybe they have a villain fetish. They want to be the bad guy. Everyone loves a good villain, am I right? <laughs> right. And I think, you know, to be on the opposite side of that is somebody who either has a good amount of confidence in their ability to maintain their power and kind of want to lose themselves. Just like, and we're, we're going to reference this a lot because we always do, but when you have like the dub, dom, and sub uh, positions, usually the dominant person is very reserved and meeker in person. And the sub is usually more outlandish in person, like outside of their sex life. And I think that's kind of what it is. You're going to have a lot of role reversal. They're trying to be something they cannot be or don't, you know, I mean, I can't imagine anybody going, I want to be this bad guy in real life, but it might be hot to play that bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like the person that always does the good deeds and is really good at all the, the choices they make and uh, the job that they have and everything else. And, and sometimes you get so, I guess, almost bored with the, the same old thing because it's all right. It's all the right choices. Life is good, but it's the same thing. So sometimes you need to find that spice and the opposite of being the super good, helpful, protective person. I mean, the bad person. <laughs> this is this is how I can relate to this because, I, you know, I I wouldn't consider myself like you know, Mother Teresa or anything like this. But you know, I try to be a good person, be so like that. But when I was a kid, I loved being the villain. I wanted to be Captain Hook. That was like who I wanted to be, because I wanted to be the villain because the villain was awesome, <laughs> right? You know, just I want to be the bad guy, and where it didn't really develop into. Wanting to forcibly take anything, but I like the you know that aspect of being the bad guy. Yeah, especially since all the movies, you know, there's good guys, bad guys, bad guys always win. I, I, I sometimes find myself on those rare, rare movies or shows to where the evil wins or something. I'm like, I'm like yeah, go I, get them. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I I think villain worship, which I th- I think you know, this stems. You know, a lot in villain worship, 100%, because I can't imagine, you know, as far as being the aggressor, 
more than being like you know the villain i want to be yeah. the bad guy i want you to uh, fear me and and i kind of get off on that adrenaline rush and and vice versa you know some some people really get off on being the damsel in distress you know same yeah. people who really enjoy the bondage uh or and not so much being a sub but being forcibly put in a sub position they yeah. like having or, that power yeah. stripped from them yeah and then one more thing on the uh, aggressor side it could be a point of they're always doing good and helpful stuff but you constantly see in the 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 obviously labeled you know bad people hook up with the people that you want to be with you're like man I want to be the bad person because they get all the peeps. <laughs> yeah. Bad guys, man. Tell you what. It's, yeah. it's cool to be the bad guy. Who who didn't want to be Heath Ledger and the Joker? I mean, in the Dark Knight, right? Right. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I can kind of understand where a lot of that comes from. It's just like, I want to I want to have that type of power over somebody. I want to be able to take it from them. Yeah. Without, you know, actually doing it. Like, I would never want to hurt somebody. And from the bottom of my heart, I can never imagine going out and causing somebody both the physical and mental trauma of doing something that heinous. But if if I were put on the spot, even though it's not my kink, but my partner's kink, I could absolutely be the villain and be like, ha I'm taking it from you. What are you going to do about it? You're going to fight me? Yeah. Kind of do Like on my side, I would... If that was something my partner was really, really into, honestly, it would, like I said, the way I'm wired, it would be a struggle to be that uh, Absolutely. villain. But, but yeah, I would, uh, I would try. I mean, you know. I mean, I would love to be the villain. I don't know if I could be that type of villain. Yeah. Um, but I can see where it stems from. Like, it's one of those kinks that, like I said, it's not my kink, but... I understand it to its chorus, the purest form. And of course, yeah. you know, there's people who are into it, like any fetish or any kink, there are people who are into it to the extreme. Um, it is very, it's a very popular porn subject. As I found out in my, you know, always exhaustive research. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of goes along with the, the previous episodes, like the stuck or and not like, uh, quicksand all that kind of stuff it's it know. it does our fetish wheel told us a story and that's what it did like usually it's supposed to be so random and it is very random but this, this week this past couple of weeks our fetish wheel has taken us on a massive story into the world of just starting here and we're going to follow along the logical path till we get to here and okay. i love it because I mean, I guess you could play, you know, 12, deg 12 degrees of separation with any fetish and kink. But. Yeah. And it's funny how it did did line up, especially since we kept adding more fetishes each time. Absolutely. But that that's probably one of my favorite parts about these kinks is even though these two kinks, like let's say we start where we, we started at quicksand, right? Right. And then we ended up in consensual non-consent. I have the quicksand fetish. But it's not my fetish at all for consensual non-consent, even though they share so many of the same aspects. Right. And That's I what think makes us all the individuals. It's those pieces that don't match. 
Exactly. And I think that's one reason I love this podcast. It's just seeing all the same puzzle pieces, but having completely different pictures at the end of the day. Yeah. And especially with this and the best, the best way to find research about this is do not under any circumstances search rape titles, search the actual proper terminology, consensual non-consent. Now, if you're looking for porn, that's one thing. Go nuts on Pornhub. It's already a category. But if you're actually wanting to learn how to do this safely, and like, let's say our podcast didn't give you all the information you need about the kink or how to have that conversation, which we, you know, we tried to really hard in part one. But if we didn't, search the actual topic, consensual non-consent. Don't uh, search, you know, how to do rape fantasy because you're going you're gonna to fall into like what I call the dark zone of information and you're going to, you're going to learn habits that you probably shouldn't have because that is one thing while I was looking for this fetish, particularly I, um, I just hope the FBI is not watching me too closely now (laughs) because I really did try to jump down every rabbit hole and, and see what I could find. And, And the best actual information I could find is when I used the proper terminology of searching a consensual non-consent i'm gonna keep saying that because that's what it is it is consensual between two partners or two or more partners and who knows um because i will say uh and again i hate saying this phrase in any type of finer manner but gang rape is an absolute fetish and that is consensual non-consent but it's more wrapped in the nicer word of you know, gang bang gang bang. no i mean i'm talking the actual you know r word rape the bad word that should never be, yeah. never have any positive light. And the only reason we're talking about it in a positive manner here is to present, you know, the arguments point of fact. And that's what made this fetish and kink extremely difficult to do, but I still think it's worth covering because it is a kink and it is a legit kink and there's nothing wrong with it. Yes, and, do uh, you know, we, we talk about the the people on both the sweeping ends and everything else, but, you know, for the people out there that do get triggered by these kind of scenarios and stuff like that, yes, it's okay to, for sure. And Absolutely. But I will, I just, you know, want to reference that because of the fact of people that are, are into either one of these roles and such don't put them into those dark places or or even remotely consider them with the you know the words that don't go with this whatsoever because it's not like this just like with every other fetish it's a thing of how we wired and this one is not not late well, not uh, you know fueled by anger or hate or sadness or anything else this is enjoyment a thrill and adrenaline. Absolutely. That's that the best point you can make. At the end of the day, people who truly have this fetish, and, you know, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying the majority of people who have this fetish are usually, they, they go about it, and it's just, just like any kink. It's like, I enjoy being spanked, I like butt plugs, and I like consensual non-consent. They're all the same when they all have the same message behind them of, I just want to have kinky fun with another consensual adult 
And and that's what it is at the end of the day. It's just another kink. It shouldn't, you know, even though there is a lot of negative connotation behind it, if it's done with two consenting adults, it's not it's not immoral, it's not you know evil, it's just your normal kink. And like I said, not my kink, but I have never looked down on anybody with this kink because the and people I've met in the words though, yes, yeah. and you know, consensual non consent. It's it is still consented, honestly, because you've already talked about it before the actions happened. You agreed, you know, not, not to do it, but you agreed to let it happen to you at any given time in any way. So even in non-consent, there is still consent, people. So that's, that's Absolutely. always those important facts. <laughs> and, you know, I'm excited that we kind of moved into this audio-only version because I feel like we really couldn't tackle the subject in our you know previous format of the live streaming and all that. And This fetish was very paramount in why we switched to audio-only. And it's not because we're afraid to stream, but we don't want... This is one of the things where you don't accidentally stumble into this podcast. And it's pretty well labeled a fetish podcast. Yes. And uh, we'll, we'll make it even easier because, you know, we hated using the the R word reference to the scenario because you know it that's what it most relates to the scenario. So instead, we're just going to replace the R word. And so, what this scenario is going to henceforth be most related to is struggle cuddles. That is a great segue into our brand new shirt that we we may hate to celebrate. This episode, us coming into audio format and being able to kind of have more fun with it, we made a struggle cuddle shirt. Oh, my. Yes, we did. And so check out our merch. And again, you can follow us on uh, social media at Dinks with Kinks on Twitter. Uh, soon, you know, very soon, Instagram. And we'll, we'll post um, when we have pictures to post. Of course, we don't have any pictures to post this week because of the subject matter. But when we do have stuff to post, we'll absolutely post it there. You can ask us questions there. We'll answer them. Because uh, I'm, I monitor it personally. I'm, I'm all about being on that Twitch, Twitch, Twitter, and you know, trying to get feedback. And check out our merch. We have Dinks and Kinks shirts, mouse pads, coffee mugs. Rebecca just got a um, Dinks and Kinks coffee mug for her birthday. And I am like, <laughs> I am jealous because... Me and you created the show, Shep. Do you have that coffee mug? I don't have any merch. In fact, I didn't even know about a Struggle Cuddles shirt till now. Well, the Struggle Cuddles shirt literally comes out today. Oh, my. <laughs> it looks really good. I'll, I'll, send, you, I'll send you a link to it. I'll so, to... But, I, but yes, I, but for the listeners, though, I was very serious about that one because, I mean, think about it. It's consensual non-consent. And you think about cuddling. And then you think about struggling against the cuddling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the most simplest, most cuddly comparison we can now attribute to this fetish. So we can get the stigma off of it right now. I like it. That's what we're going to do from now on. Anytime we have to talk about consensual non-consent, it's struggle cuddles. Yes. And, but I also believe struggle cuddles can you heard it here, fit folks. a lot of things. <laughs> here first, folks. <laughs> We're taking it back. We're taking struggle cuddles back. 
Archie, I think it's time for the wheel. What do you think? Roll that beautiful. No, that's a bean. Roll that beautiful roll wheel that footage. Wheel. Of course, we don't have the footage, but I still have the wheel, and we still have kinks added to it. And giving it a spin, see what we're talking about next week. I'm I'm sad for us only doing podcasts now because I, I can imagine that people can't see your beautiful face spinning round and round and round. Anymore. Oh, don't worry, I'll post a face. The world every is time the world is a lesser place for that. Shep, we got <laughs> we got a weird one, but we're we're out of we're out of our um, more um, adrenaline esque fetishes. Oh no! But we've got we've got a, we've got a great one. It's transformation. Whoa. Transformation. Transformation. I'm definitely gonna have to look into this one. Yep, it is. It is. It is a I fun mean, I, one. It, I I know this I, fetish very well. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. It is definitely. It's got us off our hitch. I know the concept of transformation, of transforming thing one thing to another. But mm-hmm. wow, I'm gonna learn a lot this this round. Absolutely. Yeah. Next next week, Chef, fetish. you are you are in for it. We we might even bring both you and Rebecca in. Just to get you both together for to take in all the information I'm going to give you, because this is a fetish that oh my has a lot and, in it, and the fact that you're so into it, I'm. It's I'm not. Little, it's I'm, not I'm my fetish, but I have experienced now. it. I have. I've seen it. Oh, I wow. have created content for it, and it is. It is absolutely fun, and it involves so much. It's one of those blanket ones, or it's just going to be a lot of fun. All right, so, Kimosabi, I'm ready. For next step down the rabbit hole. Let's do it. All right, as always, I've been John. And I am Shepard. <laughs> and we are your Dinks with Kinks. And we will see you guys next week. Again, make sure to check out our twi- Twitter, at Dinks with Kinks. Our merchandise, which is linked below in the description. And if you like this podcast, tell your friends, tell your partner. If you're trying to introduce somebody to kink, this is a great introduction. I think we're pretty, pretty gentle with it. What do you think, Shep? Yes, yes. And just pay the twit that can't say tweet. Tweet. No mind. Tweet, tweet. I like Twitch. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Bye. Good night, everyone.